Welcome, everybody, to Off the Cuff. I am Adam Banks. Thank you for listening to the show, broadcasting live from Lexington, Kentucky, outside of the studio, outside of Studio 9305 on the front balcony. So we are doing this podcast outside. Guys, I have a treat for you because sitting beside me is a very familiar voice who you have heard plenty of times here on the podcast, and she is back to as a special guest. And she's here to do this episode with me. Miss Nellie Walker Gibson is in the studio. Nellie, how are you? Great, Adam. How are you? I miss everybody doing this show so bad. I know, and uh, we're so happy to have you back. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, you know, a lot has been going on since you left. I know. Nellie, have, uh, do you like living in Somerset? It's, it's pleasant. People are so nice. Uh, there's still a lot of drugs and... Um, Alcohol and use, domestic people, violence. Yeah, murderers, murdering oh and stuff, goodness. but not like here. Right, in Lexington. But I'm telling you, it's really getting to be scary everywhere. But anyway. Do you miss living in Lexington? Yes. You do? I always will. Yeah. This is probably the closest place to home I've ever been. It feels like home, don't it, yes. when you're here? With mom, not here. You know, my home was always where my mother was. When Ellie... Uh, a lot has been going on with me. You know, I started a new teaching job. Yeah. Oh, wait, I got one more thing. Okay. I have a new grandbaby. You do. We all know that. We we talked about that last time you came well, see, on the show. I, oh, I, you did? I yeah, didn't know you jo- all knew I had her. Josh was here. Yeah, but I didn't have her. You hadn't had her yet? Yeah, you had her. You had her. Her name is Addison, Addison Sears. Faith Sears. Addison Faith Sears. How much did she weigh? Um, eight pounds and five and three-eighths ounces. Well, congratulations. Is she is she edible? Do you want to just eat her face off? Oh, yeah. She's already over nine pounds. I think the fatter, the cuter. She's a dog. Well, you know, I started a new job. I was telling the podcast that I would tell them about the new job when I started. I'm teaching five classes this semester, Intro to Public Speaking. It's at Southern West Virginia Community and Technical College. It's a hellacious drive. That is the only bad part about the job is the drive because I'm driving from Lexington to the campus. So I work four days a week, so I'm traveling four days a week. It's tough. Do you think I'm crazy for making that drive? It's I about, think you should stay one night a week. Stay one night a week? Well, what yes, I'm, At least one. Well, here's the thing. Next semester, they said they're going to make it up to me. They are going to make it to where hopefully I can just go to campus three days a week. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, that'd be nice. What you just said would happen. Mm-hmm. So I started the job. I like it a lot. like my students. Very colorful personalities. Good. Whenever you're teaching college students, you are. I just always have had that problem of students wanting to connect with me outside of class, and I can't really do that. Right. Like, students are sending me emails, hey, do you want to go to a U.K. basketball game with me sometime? And I just don't respond to those. Yeah. Because I just feel it's like just it's... not right. I think it's just important to keep it very professional, because right. you can really kind of lose your authority if you become give friendly. somebody a wrong idea. Just, you know, wanting to hang out, you know, that kids don't hang out anymore. Right. That's what I'm saying. So it's just, I, I try to keep it professional and I appreciate that. You know, I'm young. I look young. I, I may act young. So they feel like that they can approach me in a way to where they want to hang out. Yeah. And so, you know, but the kids are great. The students are great. I and they understand how, you, you know, that you just are not interested in doing those things. But, uh, you know, technology, I, I kind of got to school, and um, as you can tell, we're outside, folks. You can hear the sirens going off here outside in Lexington. There's always sirens going off. It's sad. Always. But the technology part of the job is I wanted to incorporate technology into the classroom. I think it's important. It's 2017. Kids need to learn. 
I go in, there's no technology for me to teach with. Oh, wow. So I kind of just sent a very polite email to my boss saying, hey, I need the tools to teach with. She was very helpful, and she said, I will get you what you need. Cool. And uh, so they, they've been a big help. Uh, they did get me what I needed. I bet the kids are loving that. The kids are loving it. Yeah, uh, well, the young adults are yes. loving it. They um, they really are taken by, you know, how I look. And But when I walk in and I start talking and teaching, they, they're like, oh, this, they're guy, respectful, this yeah. guy knows his stuff. Yeah. Because I do know communication. Right. You've been, I was thinking, I started my first teaching job at 25. You have been with me through the whole journey of that. Yeah. Yeah, I have. Started at Brown Mackey College. Yep. You remember that? Yep. Come home late at night. Wait up a minute and like for you to come home because we're supposed to watch Grays or something. Watch Grays, Better Call Saul, do, uh-huh. a, do a podcast. Hang out. Hang out, do something. But we were always hanging out. We, once a week, once at a, least. At least. No, we saw each other all the time. Well, yeah. But all I may time. really hang out for maybe one night a week. Yeah, so, you know, you saw me grow into that whole thing. But I started the job. It's great. The drive, that's the only negative. But who knows? I think that in the future, some of these classes will be online and the drive will get a lot better. On my very first day was the solar eclipse. August 21st was my start day. That was the same day as the solar eclipse. Did you get a chance to look at it? I didn't get a chance to look at it. I was not feeling well that day, and I didn't get a chance to look at it. I think that was the biggest bust. I don't think that people got what they thought they were going to get. It was supposed to get... Not here, but I think out in the... Oh, uh, was it... Where was it? They went out, everybody went to... Hopkinsville, yes. Kentucky, yeah. And, and out west, that one place that they went, well, they had 100%. Even there, it was supposed to be 95% dark. It didn't get 95% dark. Oh, that one place was pitch dark. You must have missed that one. What one place? The very first one. They did on the national news. Yeah, so it got real dark. Oh my God, it was pitch black. You couldn't see a thing, not a star. Not I was a, thinking it was going. I was thinking it might get dark all day. I didn't think the, the sun was coming up. It will only be that way in one area. It is for twenty four hours, I guess. I'm assuming with the moon and the sun, but they said that people should wear their glasses. I was very fearful about that, about wearing your glasses, because if you look at it, they say that it could burn a hole in your retina. Did you hear that? Well, yeah, and two of my, my little niece and two of her little friends, all three of them took their glasses off. And looked at the sun. Yes. Well, they're, they're both having, they're all three had problems. Did you hear the fake news reports about Donald Trump and Melania, Melania looking at the eclipse without their glasses. Yeah. So somebody took a picture of them looking up and they didn't have their glasses on, but it, they wasn't looking up at the solar eclipse. CNN got a hold of that and, and report, burn it up. No, and reported it and burn it up, like you said. And it was fake. It was not true. So they took a lot of flack over that. CNN really reporting fake news. Right. I think they just want to see bad stuff about and, Trump and run with it. But I, but I think too, so much, so many, there's so much. Uh, People tapping into your computers and what do you call that? Uh, when they do that, Adam. Yeah, you know this whole time the microphone has not been plugged in. The mi- I'm a <laughs> But now it is plugged in, so we have it working, Nelly. Oh, great! Yeah, what do you think about the new mic? It's a little I upgrade. Li- I like it. I like it. Yeah, I think it really picks up. It makes up. it easier to talk. It does. I mean, you don't feel like you have to yell or scream or... To me, anyway. It really does. But I do think that people just want to see bad stuff that Donald Trump does and they want to take it and run with it. And that's what CNN did. So I think they lose a lot of credibility by reporting fake news. 
But I think he's he's just as guilty of that. Who is? Trump. Guilty as what? I just, I don't, he just scares the hell out of me. That's all I'm going to say. You still are on the Trump wagon? I ain't never been. You need to get comfortable with Trump. He's going to be here for a while. I don't think he will. You don't think so? You don't have many, there were, I forget how many people walked out on his last speech in uh, Pennsylvania, I believe it was. Yeah. I thought, mm, that's sad. They walked out on it? Yes. Supporters that turned their back on him walked out. Oh my gosh. Well, Nellie, do you think that the Hurricane Henry is going to cause a lot of damages? I'm afraid it will. They've already predicted it in Texas. Gas prices has went up a lot. Yeah, and it's just gonna, when I'm traveling, it's going to continue. To I go don't ever go nowhere. Make me mad. It's going to continue to go up. Gas prices will go up. Food is going to become more scarce. Hurricane. It's going to be a big one. It's like to a four now you in know magnitude. What? If stuff gets much more expensive and stuff, I just want to. Y'all just dig me a hole and I'll crawl in it. Oh, you can't afford Shoot. it. Shoot. No, don't dig me no hole. I don't want nobody to dig me no hole. You don't want to be buried alive. I want to be cremated. So, do you feel like, well, like, I feel like if I could have a tomb with a door in it to where I could get out, crawl out of the casket and get out of that door, right. I'd be comfortable. You know, knowing that I could always get out if I was ever. But you could out. only open it from the inside. You can only open it from the inside. But shoot, you had to be getting in there practicing that shit. What if something happens? Your arm falls wrong. Who knows? But Lord, I don't want to talk about it. Nelly, though, you know what's I weird don't want to be down there. about those tombs is where I'm from. Some people already have their casket, already have their tombs already made out for them before they die. And there is this woman named Imogene, and and Imogene already has her tomb. And it's right on the side of the road, right on the side of the road, right across from Walmart. So a lot of people go past this tomb. And what? I, in Whitesburg, Kentucky, where I, my dad's from and where I grew up for a couple of years. Wow. So she's got her picture, a glamour shot of herself as an older woman on, on the tomb. Yeah, so when you drive by her tomb, you, you, no, you see her, you see her tomb with her picture on it and she's still walking around so you can easily drive by that tomb pull into Walmart there and see her pushing a shopping cart. Oh that'd be freaky. It would. One time it happened to me I went by and I seen her casket and it just freaked me out that I saw that casket and then I walked into Walmart and there she was in the in the paper towel aisle. I got something funny talking about grave sites. Mm-hmm. When my husband and I got a divorce mm-hmm. <laughs> My second husband, mm-hmm. we had already bought a tombstone because he had a child that passed away, and we buried him there. And uh, you said this is a funny story. It's well, it kind of is. <laughs> and, uh, and when we got a tombstone, we had both of our names put on it. Uh-huh. I never, I planned to be married to him to the day I died or the day he died. We're talking about Jim. Yeah. Okay. But <clears throat> we ended up getting a divorce. And I went to the cemetery, and he had covered my name up on that thing with this piece of cardboard or something. Because y'all divorced. I got tickled. So. I said, he's trying to cover me up. Wow. Was he being, like, vindictive about no, it? No, he asked for the, that gravesite in, in the divorce. Okay. He wanted it. Because of that course was ne- I give it to him. It was next to his son, right? Well, yeah, and his mother and dad buried there. Yeah, of course you give it to him. Well, that's, yeah. That's, that's the right thing to do. And he had a... 
Let's see, he had a brother too yeah. that was there. Well, for me, okay, and I want to make this public right here on the podcast. What I want when I die, I want to, I want a closed casket. I do not want people staring at me, looking at me. Okay, I'm dead. I'm dead. You know, you can remember me in your memory. If you can't remember me in your memory, you didn't know me well enough. I don't want a open casket. I don't want to be put under the ground. I'd like to be put in a tomb with a door. Please, it might be expensive, but that would be a nice little request. Take it out of my life insurance policy. You don't want to be cremated? No, I don't want to burn either. Lord have mercy. I don't know. I mean, you're going to rot. Maybe. Maybe. I don't want to rot. I mean, you <laughs> I mean, I look bad enough as he is hell. <laughs> so that's what would happen. Shit. And they embalm you. So I guess. Did I, I tell you I told my kids they should ask for a discount when they uh, do my. when they What do they call it when they burn you? Embal- embalm no, you. Not embalm. Who knows? Cremate. Hell. <laughs> So no, it's you. I didn't know what you was talking about. So you want to be okay. Well, what if you was alive in there when before it, when you could feel yourself going to that furnace and you was alive? You ain't got no blood left in you, son. So they embalm you and then burn you. Why? That makes that makes that makes no sense. If you got a metal plate or something, they had to take it out. Why would they embalm you before they burn you? Why don't they just? They don't embalm you. So what do you mean? They just drain the blood out of you. Why? I don't know. They shouldn't do that. I guess it. I don't know. It's do a, I have to ask them? <laughs> I think it's Listen, a law. I'll government. tell you what. I will because I have a student who wants to be a mortician. Well, you need to have him look at shit up. Her. Here. Her. Do you hear me? I do hear you. I, I will know have how her, it's done. I will have her look it up. We went and looked where they did Joey's at. Her family owns a funeral. I mean, Junie's my brother. Her family owns a funeral home, Nellie. And. We have to do that cremate. Yeah, of course they cremate. That's a part of funeral home services. Not all funeral homes. Yeah. You know, I've often said that one of the themes of one of the themes of off the cuff when it comes to a soundtrack is, you know, of course your lovely coughs. I'm fixing to give you another one, a big hawker. And, and um your laughs. But I think we hear more lighter clicks than anything. You smoking them cigarettes? Shut up! So, hey, you're doing they're real. Yours. You're doing. You're you're doing real well, though. You're doing real well. You're not smoking, really. I will smoke one or two cigarettes every five or six months, and then I don't. Yeah. So, you, is the, the e-cig really helps because it really takes care of the act yeah, of smoking? Yeah, but you know, it it's all you, expensive. It gives you something to do. Yeah. It, you know, you can still put it up to your mouth, smoke it, and it does give you that nicotine craving. I mean, it gives you that nicotine fix. Well, well, we'll talk about this, and then we'll decide if we're going to put it on a podcast sometime after we get off here, okay? What is it? It's just an idea. I'm not talking about it right this minute. An idea about what? Just tell me about what the it's The next about. podcast. Okay. <laughs> the next oh. podcast. Okay. Well, nice, Nellie. I mean, it's always good for you to stop by Lexington and stop by and, and see Yeah, us. but you got to come to the big city. What do you mean? Oh, Somerset. I, gotta, I do got to come to Somerset. I need to meet your granddaughter. There's some pretty. Uh, yes, you do. It's been a pleasure. And see the other it's one been, that you know. It's been a pleasure knowing like your other granddaughter McKenna. I feel like that <laughs> I've I've got to see her kind of grow up. I met her when she was only was she just two? Yeah. She was only two years old. About two and a half, I guess. Yeah, she was two and a half. You know, two, whatever, two. And funny. Now she's six, right? Yes. Is she no, s- she's five. She'll she, be six she, Christmas Eve. So she's five, and she knows me. 
you know, she knows me. Like, when she sees me, she knows who I am, right? You ought to hear what the... T- yes, absolutely. She loves you to death. Yeah. You're her best friend, she yeah. says. <laughs> and um, her teacher has given her nothing but just accolades. I mean... She's a smart girl. I think she's... She's she got a lot she of She opens all the little kids' milk that can't open their milk at lunchtime. Yeah. And it goes around helping. She said she's just like a mother hen. I can see Is that. Is that not describing McKenna to a T? Yeah. A little old mother hen. A lot of babies have been entering the world. People that I know, my friend Chad, yes. who has been on the show, has had a son. Um, my friend Chongo had a daughter. Yes. Uh, my sister, of course, I announced, well, that was about five months ago. Why do I keep thinking that's only been a month or two ago? Well, because it just goes by so fast. She had a niece. You had a granddaughter. I had a beautiful little granddaughter. So, so many babies have are born, you know, 2017, just think when they are my age, what the world is going to be like as far as technology and just the way of the world, the government, everything. Right. But you know, it's such a pleasant sight and I hope it always stays this way, but there's, there's going to be almost five years between Kenna and the baby, more than four, just four. What's a pleasant sight? How much McKenna loves her. Well, that's a how si- sweet she Millie, is. Millie, that's her. a sibling bond. Yeah, you know, you but mentioned you, you know you his- you are in Kentucky or you're in Lexington right now because you, this is a stopping point because mm-hmm. tomorrow you're going to hang out with your sibling. I think that a sibling bond is one of the greatest things that you can have because they were there with you through the trenches. They were there with you through childhood. They grew up like right. you did. Now this one especially, well, I did. Every, I took every step he took. Yeah. So and who is this Beetle? Yeah, Carl Walker. Yeah, and, and how old is he now? Um, let's see, he's four years older than me, so he he'll be sixty. He'll see he's sixty two. And you all have a really good relationship. No, is he sixty? You have you yeah, don't you don't have a good relationship. Yes, we have a great relationship. Okay, so you're going to see. He's my best friend. That's too. that's like me and my sister. We have mm. a very good relationship. Like we can just we, we, when we talk, it's just very it's just it's like a part of you, ain't it? Right. Absolutely. It's a branch. Like, Absolutely. you feel totally comfortable talking Absolutely. to it. So, it's a, you know, sibling bonds are great. And that's what McKenna has now with Addison. Yes. And it is so sweet. Yeah, it's sweet And she witness. said, Nina, she just tries to talk to me so hard. <laughs> and Addison is not three weeks old, Jeff. Right. I can't believe that either, it seems like. It was amazing. It was pretty amazing. Were you there in the delivery room? Absolutely. You got to see it? Yes. Did Travis get to see it? Oh, yeah. I see your head, babe. And Kenna was so excited when she got to hold her. So sweet. It's a moment you never forget. <clears throat> but they're private moments. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, Nellie, I want to thank you for coming out here, doing the show again. It's always a pleasure to have you. I think that the podcast listeners are going to be very happy to to have you back. Now, now listen, I want you back on full-time in 2018. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to go to the doctor, and I will, if I hope you don't mind, but I want to ask everybody to pray for me. Okay. Because I've been, been sick a lot lately and yeah. not feeling good, and I just hope that it's just like arthritis, and that's all. Yeah. Because you know, you know what I've all I've been to, so yeah. But I I got to go to the doctor next month, so. Well, I want you back on full time. Okay. Then I can't be sick. But don't be sick. I ain't I'm got back. time for that. No. Nope. And we got to live beside of each other again. But I just want everybody to pray out there, please. We got to live beside of each other again. That's right. 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for listening to the show. I'm Adam Banks, Nelly. It's always a pleasure. You too, Adam. I enjoyed being with you. Of course, and we'll see you in the next episode, everybody. Bye, everybody. Hey!